What's up, my beautiful celestial heartthrobs of planet Earth? We're coming at you live from Studio Easy Peasy in Friday Night in America, baby, for a very special episode all about Cosmic Kingdom. I'm Lydia fucking Johnson, and I've got here with me my co-host, Sean Johnson. What's up, Sean? What up? Hey, what a send in to this. <laughs> celestial being over here so without further ado go ahead and crack your favorite beverage alcoholic non-alcoholic whatever you got coffee let's go whatever titillates the curiosity baby crack let's it let's go <laughs> good job all right oh oh his cup runneth over my cup runneth <laughs> over i did drop the beers in the studio cheers, here cheers. so they did uh shake up a little bit but cheers everybody out there thank you so much for listening to us thank you for that amazing intro lydia so cosmic kingdom that is the focus of our april 2022 episode this is episode 13 if you're counting by episode numbers number 12 thank you so much to everybody that's listened to any past episodes of course you know that we got to bring it in with the beginning of festival season 2022. Absolutely kicking it off in style. And this festival has only grown bigger and cooler and more vibey by the years. We've been going since it was Cosmic Kingdom. Since 2018 is when it actually moved from St. Charles to our Des Moines Renaissance Fair area if you will in sleepy hollow and i don't know how many cities have this maybe this is common but to give you a little background in des moines for whatever reason our ren fair has like a permanent location <laughs> so it has pre-built structures little town if you will and and for whatever reason cosmic kingdom moved from saint charles to Des Moines, Iowa. I mean, I shouldn't say for whatever reason because it makes complete sense. I mean, it's way more local and can get way more attention here being in the actual city versus St. Charles, which is about half an hour away. So I believe on the topic of Sleepy Hollow set up for this medieval vibe, I think I just saw that they have over 30 buildings that represent that medieval vibe with all like that have beer that have merch uh, it houses all of the other non-musical events right it's a lot like forbidden kingdom which is a massive insomniac event it's sort of it almost feels like inspired by that so it's all medieval based uh knights dragons etc etc so they're really bringing that vibe obviously playing off of the renaissance fair that's existing there already on the grounds which actually in des moines if anybody cares it happens in the fall every year it's always a it's always a blast so i don't know if it was the same for you growing up sean but for me the ren fair was top tier event for me <laughs> for the entire year and so cosmic kingdom takes place like what do you mean like your parents took you there oh just that i loved it i ate that shit shit up like <laughs> i love that i love i love period dramas like lord of the rings is one of my favorite films of all time like all all that stuff i just love anything like related to like kind of renaissance fantasy anything like that i love it well, yeah, and i loved you got it got me into game of thrones in our first <laughs> few months of dating it's just my favorite stuff it's my favorite genre fantasy. yeah okay. totally so growing up i mean obviously like as a child so inherently as a child <laughs> 
going to the Ren Fair was like going to Disneyland for me. I had an absolute blast. So I guess my just my point is like it taking place at the Ren Fair that I grew up going to was just absolutely excellent. Like it's so such a beautiful experience. And so Cosmic Kingdom, as we kind of mentioned, like they use all the existing infrastructure that's there for the Des Moines Ren Fair and they they utilize it to a T. So like the vendors are set up in the existing renaissance structures that are already there as like stores you know the beer the food etc they even have uh live night fights like uh what are they called i don't remember it's like a troop it's like a troop that they hire every year it's like the same troop and they do a whole thing like they're fully clad in traditional knight armor and they do sword fights and it's actually a little bit shocking at a festival to like stumble upon that you're like oh my god what is going on here and then you're like oh yeah okay okay okay. (laughs) it's renaissance themed my bad everything's okay nobody's actually fighting yeah But it does get exhilarating, especially in the hot, like, daytime. If you get, can get out there from your campsite and you can see them fight day to mid-afternoon or whatever, it's intense. And they can only go for so long because it's so hot, you know, June, August dates, depending on when the festival hits. So, yeah, it's pretty incredible. And the crowd goes wild. You'll see people, like, stop. <laughs> It's kind of scary. Like, I've had to, like, step back before because, like, it is a festival. And, I mean, listener, certain listeners at home will understand what that entails and sometimes that's a little bit too much (laughs) at the time you don't want to see people fighting like that right (laughs) yeah yeah for sure and they can only fight for so long because of how hot it is and how much uh, weight they have on them but so that let's let's start this podcast off with some history behind Cosmic Kingdom. Yeah, what year absolutely. are we on? Where, what, how it originated? Let's get going on that. Yeah, totally. So actually, it started out, and I, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but it started out in St. Charles, Iowa, which, as I mentioned, was like 20, I don't even know, like 20, 30, 40 minutes away I believe south from Des Moines. Yeah. And I we did not go that first year. Our really good friends, best friends of the podcast, Shana and Nick Gandy, they went to what was called Cosmos at the time. And so similar vibe, but like not obviously in the same grounds. It was in the fall though. Was it? I believe it was in the fall. Or late, well, or at least late summer. Late summer, yeah, yeah. And I, and Sean and I can't quite recall why we didn't go, but I think it's because we were getting home from Oceaga. Yeah, a different that, festival. That's what I think it was. We were just coming home from Canada and it was like the next weekend. There was no way that we could also do that. But Shana and Nick went, just the two of them, and... I've only heard good things. They had a blast. It was such a homey fest and like not really being monitored. I mean, you know, not, not very serious security that she said that people, Shana said that people were playing beer pong, like literally by the stage. Like that's, that's how chill it was. So that would have been 2017, I believe. And then in 2018, it moved to what we were talking about, the Ren Faire location, which actually from our address in Des Moines is only maybe 10 minutes away. I mean, it's super close. So excellent location. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow. So Sleepy Hollow. So in 2018, it moved to Sleepy Hollow, which I guess I haven't mentioned yet, but that's actually where the Ren Fair is held to further confuse listeners from outside of Des Moines. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow used to be a, like, what what would you say like a snow park like they would create their own snow you could ski 
snowboard, you could sled. And as you can imagine, in Iowa with no mountains, it <laughs> right. was, it's yeah. not like that's going to be a year round thing. It's like, yo, when we were growing up, that's all we got. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> very seasonal, very small hills, nothing like you have in Denver. But they were a jack of all trades because right. they also hosted the Ren Fair. Anyway, so Sleepy Hollow Park, also known as the grounds that the Ren Fair is held on, Cosmic or Cosmos moves in 2018 to Sleepy Hollow aka Ren Fair, and becomes Cosmic Kingdom. And that's when they really start to pick up momentum. So it's just a small, it's a pretty small festival, right? But in 2018, they actually had G. Jones and Caspa headlining, which is, I mean, that's a pretty big get. And also a couple of, of names that I now wholly respect, but probably wasn't respecting at the time. Kill Smith and Jade Cicada, just to name, name a couple, played there. So that was our first year. And in 2019, Liquid Stranger makes an appearance. We've got Liquid Stranger. We've got Opio, Subtronics, and the Trifinity, which if you are not familiar with the Trifinity, is this super weird group that consists of Yeti, Toadface, and Mount, Mount Analog? Yeah. I don't know this Mount... Am I even saying that? Is it I feel me like we, Analog, Mount Analog? I don't even know. No, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I've never heard of this. Okay, and then in that fast forward to 2020, 21. So right, we lost an entire year with the pandemic. Thank God it came back in 2021. It was one of our first festivals back. We had done Voyage, but this was like our first local fest because Des Moines is fortunate enough to have a couple put on by the same guy. Shout out Dan Green. We'll talk a little bit more about him later. As well as Des Moines Music Coalition's 8035. But yeah, yes. so this festival is picking up momentum. It's getting bigger and bigger every year. It started out as this really tiny thing. It's still pretty modest. We'll see this year. I don't think it's going to be modest anymore. No. But it, it's picking up momentum, right? So every year we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger acts. And so in 2021, Liquid Stranger actually headlined both nights. He did a, like a double night. We had LS Dream and we had Janston, among many others, excellent acts. But I'm just throwing those out because those are some of my favorites. Wasn't it cool to see LS Dream at home, but also in Cheyenne, Wyoming, but also in Denver, but also in Minneapolis. Right. And I would be or rem- not Denver, sorry, Chicago, Minneapolis. Right. Totally. And I would be remiss if I didn't like mention how much Ellis Dream pulled Sean, Mitch, and I through the pandemic. We watched Rave Cave, I don't even know how many At times. At least a dozen times. We, and it meant so much to us. And then when. COVID started to make a downturn. It finally felt safe to start doing things again. We were so fortunate to see him over and over, over and, and over. over again. Your favorite set of 2021 was at North Coast. 100%. So all in that same summer, at least three sets, if I'm not forgetting one. Well, we New had, Year's Eve was four, but yeah. Yeah, but not during the summer, but right, over right, the right. summer, like festival season, we had Voyage, we had Cosmic Kingdom and North Coast, like over and over and over again, I got to see him. And it was just an absolute blessing. So we just wanted to recap like some of the, some to give the listeners at home a taste of what some of the lineups have been in the past. And this year, <laughs> this year's wild, bigger, better, yeah, and no better than ever. So this year, and obviously I'm not going to be able to name everybody, but this year we, in 2022, we have Closey G Jones headlining. We've got of the trees, Opio, truth, Killsmith, 
Super Task, Trip Street, Turnian Sound. It goes on and on. Not it's low. Just, 100 it, Dreams, Can of Bliss. 100 Drums. 100 <laughs> Drums, jeez. And, and then when talking about the locals on there, we got Brad Goldman, co-owner of Platform, doing a drum and bass set. It's just going to be incredible. Nikki Rage, shout out to Nikki Rage. Got to see him at, at Platform last night. Yeah, it's such an incredible lineup. Closies means so much to Lydia and I and also our whole friend group. But they also have the monster, the massive G Jones coming back from his twenty from his the first Cosmic Kingdom at Sleepy Hollow headlining. Well not wow. uh, I just I can't Ugh. say enough about him. I absolutely love him. We've been missing every single show he's yeah. had, either, you know, in Denver or close to the Midwest. For him to be coming home to Des Moines. Yeah, and he's showed Des, shown Des Moines a lot of love, actually. Yeah, like, throughout the years. Especially in his earlier days. He played a Halloween show here. I don't even know when. Was it when, called Freak 20, Out or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. At Valor like at Ballroom. Valor. And then, obviously, as I mentioned earlier, he has played Cosmic Kingdom in the past. Absolutely. Oh, Vector, Ablation. Oh. I mean, come on. We it can keeps just, going Yeah, and we going. can just go. So, my point is, like, it keeps building momentum. Every year gets bigger and better than the last. I'm so proud of Dan Green for bringing this weird, wonky stuff to Des Moines. And then he has a separate festival, 515 Alive, that caters to more... A slightly like I hate to say mainstream, but it is slightly more like more open audience. Like Cosmic Kingdom, one hundred percent, it's a homie fest. Like this yeah. is where people Wakan. who love bass music love Wakan. It's definitely developed into more of a Wakan thing. It's kind of my feeling about it. It's almost like Wakan Fest Junior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happening just like the prelude to Wakan in uh, October. But 515 Alive, and I'll just talk about it real quick, is more, it's bigger, it's a little bit more like Lollapalooza Jr., you know what I mean? It's going to be more like hip-hop, way bigger EDM acts, just bigger names, EDM acts that would appeal to a much broader crowd, whereas Cosmic Kingdom is like... But yeah, like you're saying, hip-hop, rap, and EDM, trap... Right. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see people at 515 Alive that don't come to shows ever kind of a thing. Right. Whereas Cosmic Kingdom, it's like, that's a very acquired taste. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also 515 Alive is not camping. And I guess they do like a... Yeah, they do camping. small... Yeah, they do camping. And it's not they, like Cosmic where it's like, that's part of like the show. That's part of the DNA. 100%. Yeah. Cosmic Kingdom is... And there are plenty of people who don't camp, but it's much more like most people are camping. Most right. pe- people who are traveling from out of state we're camping because we want the full experience and we'll talk a little bit more about tips and tricks and so forth a little bit later in the episode but first sean and i have some not only funny but also weird stories to share we thought it'd be fun to sort of recap tapping some into, of the weirdest stuff that has happened to tapping us tapping into that homie fest <laughs> dna just like you were saying yeah it's it's really hard and sean sean and i were trying to brainstorm we're like okay we definitely have to do a segment about just weird stories funny stories traumatic stories that happened at cosmic kingdom and then we start to get get to going and it's like one after the other after the other after the other so it's hard to pick but, <laughs> but, you know, we're going to tell you guys a few stories. And uh, all right, where do I begin? So friends at home listening, you may be familiar with the fact that Lydia has trouble sleeping sometimes. I do have insomnia. So this was one of those particular nights. So I just said, forget it. I, I moved out into from my tent to 
just the canopy camping area. And it was actually my birthday. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the be- beautiful part about Cosmic is that usually without the COVID pushing right. 2021 to late August, almost always falls on the week after Memorial Day. At least Memorial my birthday Day. weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and the, for the first pa- weekend of June. Prior to COVID, actually, it was fall just because of the way the calendar works. Who even knows how that works? Cosmic usually falls either on or very close to my birthday. And prior to COVID, it was actually literally on my birthday. At least it was either like the Friday or the Saturday. I had a couple years there. Anyway, somewhat irrelevant, but it was my birthday morning. I couldn't sleep. I said, forget it. I came out. I, I was in my sleeping bag, sitting in a camp chair just underneath the canopy by myself. And, uh, you know, several things happened. Some people ended up, our, some of our fellow campmates came back to camp, sat with me, told me this hilarious story. We'll skip right over that. And uh, then, so I'm just sitting there by myself, right? Peace and quiet. It's like dawn. I'm just kind of relaxing, having a good time. <laughs> and suddenly I hear a light rustling in the tent that's like directly across from where I'm sitting. And... I'm like, I didn't know, I couldn't not remember. It's part of our camp, let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a part of our camp. It's one of our friends. I couldn't remember exactly whose tent that was. So I was like, I was like, Sydney? Because I'm like kind of giggling at this point because they're obviously struggling. Yeah. And then if you can envision this, it's as though someone's trying to unzip their tent, but they can't find the zipper. And so they're just going in a circle where the zipper would be. And so all I'm seeing from the outside is just somebody's hand creating like a massive circle in their tent over and over and over, over. again. And at this point, I didn't bother to help. I'm just laughing. <laughs> I think it's like Sydney or somebody. And then out comes Mitch. He just appears out of his tent, doesn't see me sitting there laughing at all. He, as if it wasn't hilarious enough that he had just struggled for maybe a solid 60 to 90 seconds getting out of his tent, if not more. He doesn't see me. He walks into the camp. He walks to the side of the camp into a somewhat open area and drops trowel, pees, and then goes back to his tent. All while I am just dying laughing <laughs> in my little chair cocoon that I had created. And in the morning when I tell him the story, he's like, so you mean to tell me that you watched me for two minutes struggling to get out of my tent and you just sat there? Gosh. <laughs> and the, the more I think about Cosmic Kingdom, and honestly, like when you're just at a party and we're just like holding court and telling stories, the stories I'm telling, I'm realizing they're all from Cosmic Kingdom. So there's this other thing that we do for some reason. Every single year, we are convinced that there is an after party in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like a wooded camping area. That's like kissing. And somebody like the starts the rumor. They did like it started the first year that we went in 2018. There maybe was an actual after party back there. And then ever since we're like, let's go to the after party in the woods. And every damn year, we truck our asses back there. And every damn year, guess what? There's no, no effing ever. Yeah, there's like just people sitting around like hanging out, talking like a usual camping festival <laughs> after like the headliner. Yeah. It's like, you know, 1 a.m. There's like nobody out there doing their thing. So. But it's a rumor. It's like a tradition now. So even now when we, 
I'm sure at this point, like we know there's no after party, but it's tradition that we have to go look for the after party that might be happening. It's like we heard from an acquaintance of an acquaintance (laughs) every year. It just seems to sync up with that. Yeah. All right. And so uh, let's see what else we got. So last year, uh, last year we happened to camp close to what is now known as the mound. And what the mound is, is it's not really a thing so much as it is an experience. Yeah. It is a literal mound in the ground that is just a part of the landscape. It's, it's not even really. <laughs> you can't camp. You can't yeah. put your tents. You can't do anything because it's a literal hill. What are you going to do? Set up a tent like on this <laughs> incline onto the hill? So nobody camps on it. And there's also like a little bit of like there's like a, a water spout or something. Like there's some dangerous stuff around there. Like you could fall into some stuff. It was a couple tents away from our particular campsite. And I don't know who started it, but anyway, we started accumulating around there, like in the middle of other people's campsites, kind of. Somebody in our crew of like 30 or whatever, like said, hey, uh, I want to go sit on that. And, and we everyone were like, looked hell over. yeah. No, everyone <laughs> was, at first everyone was like, it's a, it's just a mound of dirt. It's just a hill like it, with some like sod on it. But then the, the the legend started right there, and the blood started pumping. Yeah, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, let's get let's leave our yeah. chairs." So the, yeah, and so let's, just to set the stage, this this is the this is uh the after party. You know, this is after the music. We're all back at camp, and we're like, "Actually, let's go chill on the mound on Friday night." And so one after the other, people start accumulating. Strangers started arriving. They were like, damn, they look like they're having fun on the mound. Yeah, people and from so other camps And so before you know it, we us. just have this like party going on in this little tiny hill. Yeah. So it was, it's like mound fam, you know, it's like legend has it. And uh, anyway, so that's what we did Friday and Saturday for the after party. And uh, the reason why I was mentioning this, not only because the mound is an important story, but also because on Friday night, I was sitting atop the mound you know, we're listening to music. We have like a speaker up there. Mind you, this is in like this is in between campsites of people we don't even know. So they're like, God fucking damn it. What are those people doing up on the hill five feet away from us? Not that close, but it's pretty, <laughs> pretty close. damn close. And we're just drinking beers, having a good time. And I see something like going on, like a, a rustling going on in in the wooded area that I mentioned. Uh, there's like a couple of go-karts like going back there and i'm like something's going down back there i think there might be like a problem or like an od or something is happening and people are like oh no like whatever they're kind of like naysaying me a little i'm like no dude i i really do think something's going down back there anyway conversation continues on we drift away from that saturday like midday like afternoon time we're chilling at camp one of my good friends from high school um, I, I, you know, I won't name him for, you know, privacy reasons, but he, he, he's always at Cosmic Kingdom. And so I just randomly, we're just like chatting at camp and I just randomly, I'm like, has anybody seen so-and-so this weekend? Where's he at? As soon as I say this, this particular person pops their head through our tapestry at our camp. And he's like, did somebody just say my name? <laughs> like dude what What? the hell this is some cosmic energy yeah like straight up kismet like what the hell how did you hear me say like how did you just happen to be walking by at that particular moment when you're asking about where his whereabouts were this particular person proceeds to tell me about what i probably was witnessing the night before and that is that there was supposedly 
a naked gentleman running about the Cosmic Kingdom camp, maybe doing some inappropriate things to folks around the campgrounds, and that this person that I went to high school with arrived back at his camp from whatever, you know, going, I have no idea, going to the bathroom or whatever. And this criminal guy is like running around naked, like after his girlfriend. And so the dude I went to high school with is like, hell no. I believe that he was getting chased by either festival goers, police, security, somebody, because he had done some wrongdoings and he was being a douchebag. And so that's when so-and-so. Yeah, so my homie from high school decks the guy. <laughs> he's running right at him. He's like running right at him and he sees like a bunch of people chasing him. What are you going to do? You know, I'm not, a, I'm not a very physical and like aggressive person, but I'm not going to lie. Like somebody that clearly looks like they've been doing something messed up, naked, uh, people chasing, screaming, you know. Is running at your girlfriend. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> running at your girlfriend who is like, what the hell did you drag me to? <laughs> no, no. She's totally down. No, I just mean like, <clears throat> yeah. So point being is that <laughs> this poor gent <laughs> I grew up with, he now has to give a police report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because although he was in the right to stop this person, like he also decked him. So this is this is the story that I get just by randomly mentioning his Saturday name afternoon. in a passerby. So some shit does go down at Cosmic Kingdom. And also, speaking of shit that goes down at Cosmic Kingdom, it's actually a national story now because it was on several EDM sites. It would have been probably two years ago or three years ago now in 2019, probably. The guy who, and if you're in the scene you might know this story but uh, the man who did i don't even know how many hits of acid just a ridiculous amount of acid had to get strapped down escorted out sent to the hospital from cosmic kingdom and he didn't you post about it too he like he tweeted like he's like tweeted. taking he's like i'm taking 12 sheets of acid yeah he not like, sheets sorry he like i'm taking 12 tabs of Twitter acid where he's just like eating copious amounts of LSD and just going but like and then there's like video of him like from other festival goers like on Twitter. Yeah, he went ballistic. Social. They it literally went, had the story to... went pretty much viral for for the EDM scene where he just went ballistic. He was going crazy. You know, I mean, like, they he, sent him to the hospital. <laughs> he breaks out of the hospital. He's like, no, I have not had my fill of of music festival. He, of course, he got banned, but somehow, you know, the story he came goes. came back. Like, yeah. that's the craziest thing. Not only was it insane that he took whatever amount of acid that he did and tweeted about it or whatever he did, and then he goes ballistic, gets in trouble, gets sent to the hospital, but he gets out of the hospital and comes back to Cosmic. Gosh. Well, he has a lifetime ban for good reason because uh, you should always, if you're going to partake, uh, do what your your body is telling you to do. Right. And I got a couple more for you folks at home. So uh, a little, another little thing that we do is we, we don't ever buy VIP, but we always go to the VIP after party because it's like, why would you waste your money? You can get in totally. And I can prove that to you because <laughs> a few years ago, uh, the VIP after party happens in what is the ski lodge there. It's like a two-story building in the campground area. And uh, Friday night, we're like, yeah, let's just give it a try. Who knows? Like, we'll just go see what it's like. We might just be able to walk in. 
we go up to the door. I've got a line of the. We fr- had friends that had bought VIP, so it's like we want to hang out with friends. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple yeah, of friends fr- already. We've already in there. mentioned them, friends of the show, Nick and Shayna. They had already bought VIP, and we want to be with our friends. You know, I mean, that's just how it is. And VIP sells out very quick because this ski lodge, it's not a Denver ski lodge. It's a Des Moines, Iowa ski lodge. It's seasonal. tiny. It's tiny, <laughs> so it sells out super quick. You know, so. Yeah, so I've got a line of the homies behind me. I walk. We walk up to the door just with pure confidence. The guy's like, can I see your wristband? I pull my sleeve up. I show him literally nothing. It's just a bare wrist. He's like, go on in. And then <laughs> we proceed to me and like the other eight people behind yeah. me just go in. No problem. We have a great time on Friday night. Saturday night, which was that year, was my actual birthday. It actually, it actually might have been the the day that the the Mitch tent situation had <laughs> taken place. But uh, we're walking up. We're trying. We're gonna do the same thing, right? There's people in front of me this time. You guys all get in, except for he stops me. Literally, I'm, the last person yeah, in I'm this last, like, train I'm of last. friends. He stops me and he's like, "You don't have a VIP wristband. You can't come in here." I'm like, what the hell, man? It's a train of friends that do and don't have the VIP wristband, you know? So, Sean comes back out. Well, because one of our friends was like, oh, your wife. Lydia didn't get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sean comes back out. He and I proceed to pull a little skit. A little heist. Where we pretend that. A VIP ticket heist. Where we pretend that we're getting an Uber around the front side of the Well, we're arguing. We're like, no, this and that, the other. Yeah, we pretend to like like, argue. No, we're both on the phone. No, the Uber's over here. The Uber's over here. Yeah. Also, I'm mad at you (laughs) for whatever reason. I'm like basically mush-mouthing it. And so meanwhile, we're not actually on the phone with any Uber driver at all. Sean or you or me, I have no idea at this point, is on the phone with Alex B, who's already inside, one of the friends that got inside. And he's propping the door in the on the, around the other side of the ski lodge open so we can just come in. Imagine him talking to me on the phone being like, all you have to do is come to this back door. I found a back door. All you have to do is come here. There's nobody here. So we just are like, uh, okay. So we walk around. We're arguing all the way around the ski lodge, which is about the square footage of our small Des Moines, Pretend Iowa arguing, home. Pretend arguing, by Pretend the way. Pretend arguing, yeah. Yeah, like playing <laughs> To distract the security guard. Some real Oscar-worthy performances here coming out of Sean and Lid. <laughs> Uh, so he tells us, yeah, come over to the back door. He props it open. We're in like Flynn. And it was an amazing night because I believe who was playing that night was his lookalike. Yeah. Wasn't it Jay, Jay Phelps? Yeah, Jay Phelps. Yeah. <laughs> Looks exactly like Alex. And guess what, everybody? He was wearing a shirt that Alex also brought to yeah, wear into weird. the AM black <laughs> Black and white celestial shirt. They and actually, one or two people even asked B-Word if he was J-Fox. Exactly. At the like, festival. That's how he, much you look like him. It wasn't just like our friends were like, ha you look like this artist. No. People had <laughs> people stopped like him, to- <laughs> said, hey, your set was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, how amazing is that? All right. I got one more story before we move on. And that is actually, it must have been 2018, the first Cosmic that we went to. And that's shout out Alex Cruz. Because you're a damn monster. Legendary. He did not buy a ticket. Instead, he decided that he wanted to come. So he came through the woods, like, from a different direction. (laughs) Like, he got dropped off, like, 
a mile away and guys. walked like through the woods of the sleepy muck. hollow and snuck into the festival and he finally finds us and his glasses are broken <laughs> yeah he, he had fallen into like the weeds and the woods and the summer muck yeah and he reminds me so much of this beautiful friend that we met at cosmic a couple years ago or actually last summer bobby k shout out bobby k bobby k, bobby k. k. jeweler yeah yeah, I don't yeah. know his Instagram right off the he top of my head. He makes beautiful jewelry. But he just made me he's a, a wild a, child. <laughs> he just made me a wire wrap ring. He's an incredible, incredible a, wire wrapper. Yeah, he's incredible jeweler. Makes incredible wire wrap stuff, and but he also is just a total wild child. Beautiful soul, huge heart, but just a total goof. Like he will just show up places like that he doesn't have tickets to, and he totally did it at Okeechobee, but. I'm not going to get distracted with that story. Yeah, uh, it's a my, whole another story. My point story. is this, is that he reminded me, I'm like, what does this remind me of? Oh, Alex Cruz. Like, they're totally kindred spirits. And you know what, though, Cruz? Shout out to you, because Cruz walked so Bobby K could run. Run, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Cruz is like the original damn hippie wook, dude. He's been doing, <laughs> he's been doing it. I appreciate you, Cruz. Good and friend that, for that many story, years. Yeah, very good friend. Very good friend. And that story really <laughs> resonates in my heart forever. <laughs> so many great stories with, with Cosmic Kingdom. But I will say that the Mound fam, everybody knows who they are. We got our own separate Snapchat <laughs> group for that. Yeah, 100. And yeah. And just the conversation. You're just sitting there at the end of the night. Nobody wants to go to bed. We're not talking about our crew of like 25 deep. We're talking about other Cosmic Kingdom attendees and campers from all around this. Yeah, they're like, starting to gather because they're like, yo, they look like they're yeah. having a good time over well, there. Like, you know, people like after seeing such an amazing like final, like that s final set of the day, nobody wants to go to bed. Everyone's so hyped. Like, wow, what an incredible experience. So everyone wants to unload and just chat and hang out. And that that's just like, that's my favorite memory. I had one-on-one -on -one conversations. I sat down with other people, sat down with strangers. People were spinning poi. People were hula hooping. People were just doing whatever, you know? And so like the mound lives on in, in, in infamy. And uh, absolutely. I can't. And, and honestly, we're going to be camping right next to the mound this next coming year. Yeah. And it's our, and it's our thing. So we're like, well, we have to be by the mound this year because we have to, we have to bring it back. Mound fam, 100%. Shout out to the mound fam. It was beautiful. I left a lot of things on the mound that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lynn, where do you want to go from here? Yeah, so I think uh, what we transition to from here is just giving the listeners at home, you know, some hype and some tips for those who might be thinking about coming to Cosmic those or who, you just saw the lineup and you're like hell yeah you're in arkansas you're like i gotta get out or there. you just heard this you know top 100 podcast and yeah you're yeah. like well now <laughs> rivaling the joe rogan yeah. experience rivaling you yeah. know the mark maron yeah we're coming for you joe yeah wtf with mark <laughs> maron you know there's a there's a bunch of podcasts out there that you know they want to be this podcast but so some tips and tricks first of all there is no alcohol allowed within cosmic kingdom in the campground so if you do want to partake you got to keep that in mind and uh, go from there. Yeah, you guys know the drill. If you've been to festivals before, I just mean be safe, you know, do what you got to do if you want to bring some stuff in. You know, you got to be careful about it is all. 
they are checking and it is a part of the the festival because i think it's because and i'm not i'm just speaking from what i believe no, you're right it's probably because it's on the sleepy hollow grounds yeah and, and they have their own rules in place 100 percent. it's private property it's owned by like an actual family it's not it's not like a it's not like a park or a amphitheater right. or something like that and, and let me make it clear this that's is their not, liquor license yeah exactly this is not like other festivals where you camp inside the festival grounds this is a festival where you camp, you have a separate camping area, then you have to get you scan your wristband and everything to get in. This is not like summer camp or we just went to Okeechobee in Florida where you're camping within festival grounds. You're camping within a campground. So you can't get into the festival grounds without scanning your wristband and whatnot. So it's it, you they just have different rules with when it comes to liquor and beer. No liquor at all, no beer at all. But if you want to partake, you got to keep that in mind. Yeah, but I'm just going to be 100 with the listeners at home. Like, I literally had a beer in my back pocket when I walked into the festival. Yeah, well, the line was... <laughs> I just stuck it in my back pocket, and they didn't... They're not, like, frisking. Feedback it's, it's from pretty 2020. Chill. It's pretty chill. Feedback from 2021 is that the line to get in was pretty brutal, especially with the hot, late August summer heat and yeah. sun beating down. And I think the- we just got, like, a... a little turd guy, you know? He just really wanted to search our stuff, like, for sure. Like he gave us kind of a hard time, but anyway, point being is no tech, no alcohol because of the people who own the property. It's not exactly intentional. It's not like oh, they sell alcohol inside the venue, but alcohol in the campgrounds because of whatever type of licensing they have on their private property is not technically allowed. Technically, you guys take that with a grain of salt. Um, the other thing that's pretty cool about cosmic that i always thought was dope is that i always see a dance safe canopy inside the festival and that's pretty cool because i don't actually see that very often um they don't actually have like live testing if you do partake in alternative substances to alcohol they don't actually have live testing but they have like their flyers and educational things there and you don't usually see that at festivals anymore and a part of a big part of that and we're i just i'm gonna do my best to give like a rundown of the history of this thank you for doing the research yeah and so a big part of this is all because of the rave act and i was looking into this a little bit because i thought it was literally the rave act by ronald reagan and i was actually wrong about that because the rave act isn't it's actually more of a 2000s thing the rave act didn't come into fruition until then but the origins of the rave act are from 1986, which was called the Anti-Drug Abuse Act by Ronald Reagan. That part was correct. <laughs> and it essentially, in part of, part of this act, one of the statutes was what is literally called crack house law. And this is, as you can imagine, all stemming from, all stemming from the crack cocaine, like drug scare of the 80s. And I think most listeners would know that Ronald Reagan was That was one of his big, dumb things that he was super concerned about, super racist, whatever. I'm sure most of our listeners would agree, (laughs) yes. So the crack house law, I can't even believe that it's called that. Yeah, isn't that wild? (laughs) It was a statute of the 1986 Anti-Drug Abuse Act, all a part of the Ronald Reagan administration. What the crack house law did was that it deemed it a felony to knowingly open, lease, rent, use, or maintain any place for the purpose of manufacturing, distributing, or using controlled substances. 
And so fast forward to the 2000s, which actually, I'm sorry to say it, Joe fucking Biden sponsored. He took this as ammo and he sponsored this rave act. (laughs) Not obviously 100% his fault, but he sponsored it and he's our president. Which to dumb it down meant supporting the drug culture could equal your time in jail. So essentially what this did was taking companies like Insomniac, who are throwing these huge raves and festivals, it gave the DEA the power to basically put people away for 20 plus years. Like Pasquale Rotella could be put away for 20 plus years for allowing dance safe to come to the festival. So the because, owner of Insomniac, which is EDC, Electric Force, the list goes on I mean, and on and it's, on. Yeah, it's countless. So ba- basically it's, you know, he's weighing, weighing the risks, you know, and I don't really blame him, but it's also really too bad. It's not really his fault. I mean, he has, what is he going to do? He's going to risk right. how countless festivals. 25, and his, 30 and, plus years. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't blame him at all, but yeah, it's just, it's kind of gross. But it's pretty cool that Dan Green still allows Dance Safe to come and at least educate the people and they have a booth. And I guess we'll see this coming summer if they're still there. But the past few years, they've been there. They have like little flyers, little pamphlets. Right. And they're not like you said at the top of this topic is that they are not breaking any of the code, any of the law, the rave act. Right. But just even their presence. Right. Like to have an actual booth like at Insomniac, like. We Pasquale's have seen, like, no, we've seen dance we save post up like in GA of electric forest and kind of like the word got out that they are there to like test any illicit substances, substances for you. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like, they aren't even doing any of that. It's an, it's an official just flyers and educational purposes only. Totally. But, but respect, yeah, respect to Dan Green, respect to yeah, subconscious absolutely. productions to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shout out to that. And honestly, drinks on, on, on the topic of alcohol, one of my favorite things, don't tell my mom, um, <laughs> <laughs> drinks are always super reasonable there. Uh, the food is good. And on the topic of food, like it's only a two day festival. I don't think we even mentioned that yet, but it's only a two day festival. If you have early arrival, then I think there's like a pre-party or something like that Yeah. on Thursday night and you can set up your camp early, which is cool. You can get your own spot that you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not like a car. Like, have you ever been to a festival? Everybody listening, playing at home where you have a, it's not car camping. You're hiking in, not super far, but you're hiking your stuff in and you're picking your spot. It's not like you're going into like little, you know, little lines and you're allotted the 10 by 10 spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it, it's free. And again, obviously anything can change from year to year, year to but year, yeah. it's like open camping. You pick your space, you do whatever. And thank you for bringing that up, Sean, on the topic of tips. So definitely bring a camp cart or whatever you would even call it. Like one of those foldable carts. Definitely bring Little that. wagon type thing. We usually have to do like a few trips and unfortunately you have to go through security every time. So keep that in mind. Which is only like, it's not even like security is like awful it's just that yeah it takes a while like because they have to check everybody yeah stuff it depends on what time you come time. in though honestly right well you know if you're trying to get there right you know two three hours before music or right at music time you know it's going to be the hot uh, hot summer june day so for sure and the past couple years we have just said forget it with food like we don't really bring a whole yeah. you know bring some snacks 
bring your your drinks, etc. Some munchies but, at camp after. But last year, Chantel came in clutch, and she had the idea of actually ordering Casey's, which is a delicious pizza from <laughs> place, a general store place in Des Moines. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, basically a gas station, but it's delicious. It's like statewide, like favorite, regionally famous. And so she had the grand idea of just submitting an order for Saturday at whatever, 11 or something like that. That would deliver, you know, they'll, del- I mean, sleepy, like I said, it's not very, f- it's right in town. It's not that far. So <laughs> we just submitted an order for like whatever it was, you know, multiple pizzas. Everyone chipped in, they delivered, you know, that was everyone's big meal. And other than that, they have multiple food vendors inside. Super easy. Don't overthink it. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be probably pretty hot. It's June in Iowa, so it's gonna be pretty hot. Bring your let's can- jump into this year, June second through the fourth, correct? Third and third and fourth. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Sorry, third and fourth. Friday and Saturday. Yep. Friday Saturday festival. You gotta love it. Two fi- best days of the week. Yeah, and uh, obviously you guys should all show up because it's gonna be my birthday weekend celebration. My birthday falls on a Wednesday, which is not super exciting, but. You know what Wednesday means. Wow, Cosmos, I'm just reading, just looking back here. Cosmos actually took place from 2014 to 2016. Wow. Yeah, three okay, years so I'm that wrong. we missed I'm out. like a year off. Yeah. So isn't that awesome? That's incredible to know because that means that it, you know, three years of building something that has now become Cosmic Kingdom for the last, you know, so odd years. What, two, this will be the third because of the pandemic. Yeah, I, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. And it's what, I, it is straight up a homie fest. The best vibes. Everyone there is, it has a good time. Nobody there is going to. It's one yeah. of those. It's like. It's it, just super chill. People bring. This people isn't like 50,000 people. Chairs in. Like. Yeah. It's chill. It's chill. It's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. And it's so small too. Like. It's so small that you don't have to be exhausted by the time you even get to the set that you wanted to go to. Like exactly. it's tiny. Like it's easy, like camp campground to festival area. And I'm sure it'll be a little bigger this year, but I just mean campground to festival area. It's like nothing like you're there in five minutes, maybe. Right. So let's talk about this current year. We've already talked about the lineup. Who are you most excited to see? Closey G Jones. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't like to be like headliner headliner, but Closey has a special place in my heart. Just like Ellis stream got helped me through the pandemic with her music First festival right uh, after the pandemic kicked off in Cheyenne, Wyoming with her own curated event, Voyage, and, and that was just absolutely incredible to be on the Tyson, uh, the Bison Ranch there in Cheyenne. I got to celebrate Halloween 2021, finally getting back to Halloween where we always dress up, we always do a themed event, we always do something awesome, and yeah, being with our friends there in Minneapolis with Closey. Yeah, it's hard to pick for me. I mean, obviously, closing G. Jones. I'm going to have to say G. Jones, I have not seen in years. And yeah, I, I absolutely right. cannot wait. He ugh, he blows me out of the water. I can't wait to see him. Cannot wait to see Of the Trees again. Opio is amazing. Like, that's one of my favorite sets from a few years ago is Opio played. And I just remember Mitch and I just kind of not, I wouldn't say pushing ourselves up to the stage because it wasn't that crowded. Because like I said, it's not that big of a festival. Yeah, it's not like those kind <laughs> And of so vibes. we just kind of slipped up to the front, <laughs> like You're on the rail, like having a good time. Right. I'm really excited to see Truth. Although I have seen, quote, Truth <laughs> before, I haven't actually seen them. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't paying attention or respecting them in the way that I should. So I can't wait to see them. 
Killsmith, Supertask. Honestly, like I hate to just like read off. I'm just excited for everyone. Killsmith, Supertask, Trip Street, Ablation, Turnian Sound, Vector. I just cannot wait. Badman. Let's talk about a local act that just <laughs> slayed one of the smaller stages in la- uh, 2021. So much so that I walked up to him after I was like, dude, your set yesterday was so incredible. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And so to kind of wrap it up for the listeners at home, to give you a little bit of information, I really hope I really hope that our talks today <laughs> have led you to think that you should be going to Cosmic. If you don't already have tickets, you absolutely need to get them now. This is it's like a hidden gem. Yeah. And if you if you're in the Midwest and you miss out on this festival, then I'm sorry, you're really missing it's out. It's one of those festivals <laughs> that if we were to move from Des Moines, we would travel back to Iowa. Absolutely. Just to attend yeah. it, especially with your birthday weekend every year, except for that COVID postponement. 100%. Last year. And here's the best news of all is that a two day festival is only 168 bucks. And that's a fucking steal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's unheard of. And if that's a little too much camping. for Camping. Yeah, it's that's for camping. And plus, obviously, taxes and fees, et cetera, et cetera. But that's nothing. And that's for two, a two-day camping festival with all the amazing acts that I just mentioned, uh, plus more. I mean, I mentioned all of them. And all the amazing experiences that you can have with your friends. After our first year, or even might have been our first year at Cosmic Kingdom, we bought the pre-sale initial drop. The yeah, first we're like, we're one. never missing this it again. It doesn't matter. The lineup doesn't even matter. It's about the vibes. We trust in Dan Green and his, all, his whole team. And also, if 168 bucks is a little too much for you right now, then they also have payment plans, which is excellent. Uh, I really just can't, I can't rave act enough about this. <laughs> this <laughs> festival is amazing. We've been going to it for many years. It has a really special place in my heart. Honestly, starting out, like I never thought I would say this, but it's really one of my most anticipated festivals of the festival season at this point. It just keeps getting better and better. And I hope that, I hope that you all will join us there. If you don't already have tickets, I really hope that you'll consider it. And you don't want to miss out on this one. Links in the show notes, of course, to check out Cosmic Kingdom, their website, CosmicKingdom.com. Yep. Where you can buy tickets. Like Lydia said, that payment plan is so helpful for those that are not able to drop that whole amount right at once. Do it. If you are looking for a sign, this is it, baby. Yeah, exactly. So... All right, my celestial beauties. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Sean and Lydia Happy Hour. And I certainly hope that I will see you at Cosmic Kingdom. You can look out for the crew having the (laughs) best of their damn lives. Oh, If you see me stretching in the crowd, then mind your business, baby. (laughs) We're in our 30s now. But also, shout out to the the social team for Cosmic because they've been really posting our crew photos on on social media uh facebook instagram everywhere and hyping it up hyping up the lineup this year hyping up the finally getting back to cosmic in june first weekend of june let's go baby let's go let's go yeah cheers this has been sean and lydia happy hour and we out we out